Warning! Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems including but not limited to impaired judgment, organ failure, projectile expulsion of Taco Bell, limp dick, distorted recognition of potential sexual partners, and poop. Lots of poop. Please enjoy this podcast responsibly. If you're happy and you know it, pop a Coke. If you're anxious and you know it, take a sip. If you're thirsty and you know it, your bottle surely show it. If you're happy and you know it. Hey, 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 wobbly winos, and welcome to Why We're, We're Whining! The holiday bender taking you on a wine adventure! We're on an adventure with Tommy Lucas and Lucy Zukaitis! Boom! And Bam. um, we're still whining about holiday drinking. Holiday drinking, I know yeah. the answer. It only took us, what, 14 days? I guess. <laughs> I hope everyone is enjoying Advent thus far. Yeah, I think we that, sure are. Absolutely, I think that we've really found some nice gems in here along the way. Yeah, America. fun mix too. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Costco and mm-hmm. Flying Blue Imports, like, well done. And so much of it is stuff that I would have never picked up. No, not at all. But this one we're doing today is apparently like a huge deal, right? I don't know yes. anything about it. Yes. Yes. Okay. So here we are, day fourteen. This is the Octopada Macabeo from northern Spain, España, and. This, I've learned, is an annual calendar favorite that has been brought back by popular demand. Oh. Yeah. So this is the first time that we've both participated in this, but maybe some of you have had this. Maybe it's already your very favorite thing in the world. I wonder if this is the only one that's brought back every year. So far, at least, we haven't seen any that said anything about that. That's true. That's very true. I hope that we're not, like, building up too much hype, but I'm really excited because this one seems to be special. The bottle looks very special. The bottle does look special. Would you like to describe it? Yeah, it's got an octopus on it. Yes, it sure does. And he's a cool-looking guy, and he's, like, all, like, it's almost like the octopus, like, and the Kraken rum thing, but it's, like... He's a little bit whimsical. Very well done. He looks friendly. Yeah, I don't know. He's kind of giving some side eye, though. Look at that. Oh, I guess that's how I smile, so... (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about the Macabeo grape, yeah, shall can we? Can I pour it while we do yeah, that? Yeah, yes, please do. Okay. So this is a white grape that's grown on both sides of the Pyrenees. This is a very important varietal for Spain. Okay. It is the most widely planted white varietal in the most important wine regions of northern Spain, including Rioja. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? Also a major component in the sparkling wines of the Cava region. <gasps> Love some Cava. Yeah. So Love like some that's pretty significant. Yeah. This is also blended in with some red wines from Spain to give them a little aromatic lift. So it's oh. like a very versatile grape. Interesting. Okay. Yes. A little bit about Octopada. Please. They have been operating continuously at the same location since 1954, okay. bottling wines at the estate since 1969. And they're among the first, not only in the region, but in the country as a whole, oh. to uh, get this kind of operation going. So they're kind of a big deal. They are. All right, Octopa, Octopado. Yeah. Octopada. They're kind of known for being one of the first wineries to adopt the new ideas and technology that are starting to come through in the region. Um, just a little bit about the process here. Please. So the climate there, it's very hot, very dry, challenging landscape. Temperatures routinely reaching over 100 degrees during the growing season. 
So like that could kill it in a lot of places and not in the good, not like kill it, like kill it. But we've also seen that like in some of our wines from New Mexico where it also gets super, super hot and everything else. True. Like that's where some great work is done in terms of especially sparkling grapes and things like that. So I Mm -hmm. could see how maybe this arid weather could be good for something like cava or this macabeo. Macabeo. Now I'm worried I'm saying that wrong. These M grapes (laughs) are pressed slowly and gently to avoid extraction of bitter compounds and also to preserve the grape's aromatics. Where do you think this is aged? Ooh. What kind of what kind of thing do you think they put it in? Is it maybe slight oak a little bit? Mm, no. No. It's, They're all stainless? Yeah. Yes! I yeah. knew I loved this. <laughs> so that should give us optimal freshness and fruit purity. Mm, yes. I think we need to try yeah, this sooner I'm, than later. Yes, please. This has been a lot of buildup. This color is very nice, too. Very pretty. A nice golden yeah. rod. <laughs> and it seems like viscosity-wise, like the legs on it aren't super spidery. So it seems like it's going to have a little more of a rounder mouthfeel. But I could be wrong. I really don't love the word viscous. No? No. It's okay. So I should change you in my phone from <laughs> Lucy to viscous? Viscous sucitis. <laughs> Well, that's got a whole new meaning that we can we'll explore that later uh, with Aaron when he comes. Oh, oh when he comes. <laughs> mm. Well done. Cheers to that. Cheers. Let's smell this. Yes. I'm getting a little bit of lime and some melon, actually. Okay. Are yeah. Are you getting the melon? Like some cantaloupe? Definitely. Oh, cantaloupe for sure. Yeah. Maybe my mind is just in the gutter, but like, is there some nuttiness? I'm not getting it on the nose. I'm getting a nut. I don't want to hear about your weekend, okay? Just one. <laughs> it isn't super fragrant. I'm not picking up a huge no. nose palette. Like, it seems a little more subdued. Subdued. But maybe that'll change. I think something's change. hiding in there for yeah. us to taste. Maybe, like, it's got underneath its eight legs, it's going to find something special for us. Uh-huh. Right, Acupa, Octopata. Okay. God, I can't. Legs up. <laughs> Cheers. Oh. Okay. I'm definitely getting that melon. Yeah. Initially, it seems very neutral, but I'm sure there's more to it. In terms of mouthfeel, it's a little more dry than I was initially anticipating. It's got a nice acid content on the back end of it, which is really sweet. Mm -hmm. Not sweet like (laughs) sweet, sweet, like sweet, like like I enjoy baller. Yeah, like baller, man. Um, Do people still say that? You know what? It's grapefruit. That's what it is. It doesn't come out initially, but right at the back end of it, it's like oh, it you is really there. get that like, and it's a super. I don't know that I would have been able to identify that. Yeah. But now that you say it, yes. I still am hmm. not getting the nut thing that you're talking about. Do you find that there's like a nutty taste to it as I well? I feel like I'm getting a little bit. Yes. Okay. I mean, you're probably just more have a better palate than me, but mm. or I just taste more nuts than you do. You know. <laughs> Lucy's weekend will be discussed later. <laughs> No, I like it. I do too. It's curious to me that there was so much hype around this one and none of the others that we've had in terms of like what must be brought back to the calendar. But I guess if none of the others had even been there before, then true. one I mean, of them might be the like big one for next year. This is back. definitely enjoyable. Oh, I, yeah. I would purchase a bottle of this again. And it's nice. Definitely enjoy it. But I agree. I don't feel the hype necessarily matches the follow through. Mm-hmm. It is good, though. What would you pair this with? 
What would you pair it with? Something richer, though, but like not like a rich meat necessarily. Like a rich what? Something like coconutty, like like maybe like a curry or something. Oh, okay. I was thinking I want to have Thai food soon, so like th- this I, would not be a bad. Totally, this would go yeah. great with Thai food. Yeah, I think it's also a great just sipper on its own. Agreed. I this was would be a great to... like while I sunbathe wine. Agreed. With plenty of sunscreen and in a very healthy way. Yes. You don't want to look like a football. No. <laughs> we haven't really talked about many Spanish uh, mm-hmm. Christmas traditions at all. No, which we haven't. I didn't know much about. Okay. I know they're a largely Catholic country mm-hmm. and there's a lot of Catholic traditions, but um, I found a very, very interesting, unique Spanish tradition for Christmas that I knew nothing oh, about. Oh, boy. Okay. It's called a cagatillo or tío de Nadal. Do you know anything hmm. about that? No, but I like Rafael Nadal. Okay, well, um, essentially what this is, is it's a Spanish Christmas pooping log. What? I I knew when your face lit up that it had something to do with bowel movements. It's all about poop. There's a whole thing in Spain about a pooping log. Can you explain what that means a little more? With pleasure. So... (laughs) This is a Christmas tradition which is unique to the Catalonia region, and it's called the cagatillo, or pooping log. And essentially what it is, it's like a little log. You dress up, you put like eyes on it, you put a little nose, you put like little eyebrows and whatever else. You want to wrap it in a coat, you do that or whatever else. Okay. Dress up your little Christmas wooden log. Um, And this is an actual log? Yes. Okay. And then you put two wooden legs on it, so it's propped up on its two wooden legs. Uh Uh-huh. It's got a little smiley face that you made and whatever else, or maybe a little concerned face, however you want to do it. Craft night. And uh, you put a little blanket around it. And then a beretina, which is a Catalan hat. And then so children, they keep this cagatillo in their homes or Mm -hmm. in their schools. And then they run up to it and they feed it small pieces of bread or like orange piliche, which is, I don't know what that is. And by children, you mean 30-somethings? Yeah, I mean, I went and okay, bought one. But you feed it these little things and whatever else. Then the exciting part comes. Oh, my God. I wish everyone could see I'm so excited. the face right now. This is... Then wow. on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, you take your log and you hit it with a stick. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you sing the special Cagatillo song. And the song asks him to poop out a lot of turan or sweet nougat and other sweets. Oh! So it's a log that oh shits God. out candy <gasps> that you sing to. Dreams do come true. Like, isn't this the best thing ever? I love that. I want a cagatillo. Wait, so do the parents, like, hide the treats in there and then... I think that that's what happened. They hit it and then, like, all of a sudden then the treats, like, pop out. So it's kind like. of like a piñata. Right. Do they destroy the log in the process? I don't know the log's fate beyond that. Okay. I would assume that, well, I mean... If it's 30-somethings beating the shit out of it, then probably it's not going to last very long. But it's a Christmas Can we do that log. this year? I want a Christmas pooping I log. I love that. Like, who needs a tree when you can just have a log that shits That's out true. candy? I don't have room for a tree in the apartment, but I could probably fit a poop log. Yes! That's amazing. Thank you, Spain. Thank you, Spain. Cheers to that. This has been a Tom C. Lucaitis production in association with Double Daddy Studios. Thank you for enjoying this podcast responsibly. Cagatio. Cagatio. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm disturbed. Oh my god, it's the best thing ever. Did you see how sad the poop log looked when they were whacking it with it the sticks? It beat the shit out of it. Oh my god, it's so fun. What message are we sending the kids if you're constipated, someone will beat you to death? <laughs>